Hello and welcome to the A to Z of men. My name is Chris Brooks and I'm joined by Scott Robinson. Hello. It's a, it's a weekly look at the alphabet, um, but in, in a way that we can relate it to men. The A to Z of men. Yeah, well done, Chris. I mean, right. this is like the third episode, so you should, like, they know, we know. Okay, so uh, the A to Z of men, each week we're concentrating on a letter from the alphabet. This week it's going to be... The letter C. C. I've got a funny feeling I know what your letter C is going to be, but you've not told me. I've not told you, and do you know what? I'm I'm really happy that you just led with that, because what you think I've gone with, I yeah. know, and I'm gonna, we're going to get to that, but I know that you think I've gone with a certain thing, and um, and I haven't. Really? I haven't. I resisted the temptation. Did you go for that certain thing and miss it by a long mile? Yeah, yeah. Is that what happened? If, if you like. <laughs> uh, we've put together this podcast. It's a guide to how the male brain works. So maybe useful if you're a woman trying to understand how we think. Or maybe you're a man and you can listen. We always say this. You might go, oh, I do that as well. Thank God. Do you know what? I've noticed that massively, that when I've been speaking to my friends and I've said, oh, doing the you know, podcast, I'd said to men, and they're going, oh, my God. It's like a Bible to them. It's a Bible. It, well, it is really because women can sort of understand finally where we're coming from. Yeah, that they'll never truly understand. <laughs> but um, and I certainly won't understand women. Like never ever will I understand. But my mates are like, oh my god, you are very brave doing this podcast. Brave, very brave. I think we're just being honest. You said everything you do on this will be a hundred percent honesty. 100% because it has to be otherwise it doesn't work well no otherwise it doesn't it, it doesn't come out and it doesn't feel real yeah. so but you know whether whether honesty is always the best policy I don't, <laughs> I don't know I always find when it's being recorded it's not <laughs> no no I would say yeah most of this is, is a scary scary thing and we also have the socials up as well you can find us at A2Z of men on Twitter and Insta and you can submit suggestions for future shows but I just want to clarify that Chris because what? you know it's what it is it's a uh, it's a two, isn't it? Like the numeral. It's A two, two. number. Yeah. A to Z of, of men. men. And that's, at at the beginning. Yeah. Anywhere you'll find us. It's absolutely everywhere. And we've also got A to Z of men uh, at gmail.com. If you want to email us. Yeah, email us with uh, with you know, that you think I need to tell them guys that they're wrong or they're right. We're happy for anything. It's a free for all. So on the show this week, producer Tom, who was here last couple of weeks, uh, he's not here anymore. Uh, he's been replaced. That's happened. He has. He's gone. What, what's happened is is the show's been taken on by somebody. I'm not too sure of the details. Other people are dealing with that. We just sit in our little room and do what we do. It's like a Wayne's World thing's gone on. Yeah, I mean, this, this is the worrying thing for me because I was part of a podcast and then yeah. all of a sudden... That podcast in two episodes got rather big, really. Well, it was, we were, we were doing the podcast ourselves. We, we, we were borrowing our producer from our radio show, who, to be fair, gets paid to do the radio show, not to do other things that we want to do after work. Um, so he helped us out in a couple of episodes. Yeah. It's and been it was funny. He was funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said he will pop in from time to time. We've got a new studio with this new, the new people. We've got a new studio. And we've got a new producer. His name's Producer Adam. Welcome to the show. I really don't know why you lot of, uh, how you've even managed to get big time, but they've just stuck me on here. I mean, I don't know what's going on, Adam, but I, I also know that we're speaking to you, that um, you're quite happy to um, 
you know, for me to call you names from time to time, which is great. Has that been agreed? Yeah, I think he, he's going to fit straight in. I had a conversation <laughs> with Adam, and uh, and I said, I'm I'm very I'm a very kind person. I said to Adam, I said, but I'm um, I basically say it how it is, and yeah. he's, he's agreed to that. There's a contract, so yeah, you've you've got it contractually agreed that you can harass. Call him a prick. And right? Wow. It's, it's okay. all fine. Isn't is that right, Adam? Am I have I got that right? Well, this was only agreed because my mum's such a huge fan. Her favourite song of yours. Um, I'm pretty sure it's All Rise. Yeah, it's a. It's you know what? It's a corker. Corker. And there he is. He fits right in. Uh, so how's your week been, guys? Scott, I know you've been gigging. So busy. Like, like ridiculously, ridiculously busy. Um, show after show after show on the uh, Boys Are Back tour. Um, it's been... Um, it's great. Listen, I'm not grumbling. You know, we had a long time out. Um, but you can probably hear... From the voice, you sound a bit like like you sound like a rock star now. It's a it's you've a, gone from boy band to rock star in I two know, weeks. I know it's a it's a little bit husky, but um, but the bank balance is looking all right. Excellent. So, well, that's so that's always good. I'm pleased. I went to Gibraltar. Was it good? Not on tour. Um, just obviously just to go Although to Gibraltar. You, you had a tour moment, though, right? Yeah, I did have a little bit of a tour moment because when I spoke to you and you, I said, "How's your gigs going?" You were, "Yeah, I'm just gigging across the UK." And I went, "Yeah, I'm I'm at the moment. I'm gigging in Gibraltar." There I am. Wow. Rocking it. I'm doing that high bit as well. So uh, that was me and Gibraltar on tour. Um, um, sorry, when, when you say tour, do you mean um, pissed in a karaoke bar? I was absolutely hammered. And then the man got the karaoke out and I was like, oh, I love karaoke. And I did that. And then I went up on stage and sung. Karen, my wife, was beside herself with embarrassment. But do you know why you don't actually know this information? I'm going to give you... I've saved this okay. for, for this eventuality. Yeah. You don't know why I already know that story, do you? Because you don't remember sending me a video, do you? Did I send you a video? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, three in the morning. Yeah, three in the morning. Um, <laughs> you, um, you woke me up and you, you were giving me... Your own rendition of uh, Angels, and then then a little bit of Keep On Moving, oh. then a little bit of If You're Getting Down, and then it ended with you saying, oh, I fucking love you, mate, I miss you. Yeah, Gibraltar! Is kind wow. of how the video ended, really. Let's hope that never sees the light of day. Oh, oh I'm saving it for, um, <laughs> you know, for me. Okay. Um, producer Adam, what have you been up to? So I'm actually currently training for a marathon. Wow. So what? Yeah, so I'm running. I'm running a lot. Like Forrest Gump? Yeah, a bit like Forrest Gump, but a lot less miles on the clock. Which marathon are you doing? The actual marathon? Yeah, so it's the London Virtual Marathon. Wow. Sorry, Virtual Marathon, meaning you're not really doing a marathon. Yeah, just as much as I'm flying an aeroplane on my virtual simulator, he's running so a marathon. It's exactly the same. Are you doing it on a treadmill? No, no, no. I'm actually, I'm actually running it on the streets. Um, I'm just running it all on my own. Are you just going for a run for 26 miles? Is that what's happening? Yeah, and I'm just flogging people for their money. Um, how many miles? are you in because I know I know with marathons that you have to sort of work into it so you might do a five mile and then a six mile and then you work up to 15 miles and then, so are you are you nearly there <laughs> wow, wow. but look at your face no <laughs> no so I was I was doing really well with my training and then I caught COVID um, oh no I know oh, one wants to catch um, the COVID that kind of scuffered my plans and I'm back down to 10k and it's only in a couple of weeks you're fucked mate The letter this week, uh, it is one of my favourite letters, actually, out of all the letters. It's the letter C. Now, so I, I, as you can imagine, Chris, as you can imagine, with my small, small little tiny... Cock? 
Brain. 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 But you, no, no, I know. Cock, I thought you were going to go yeah. for cock as the letter C. Well, yeah, letter C. No, reel myself in a little bit. And then obviously, so then I, I had I had cock, then I had clitoris, and I and I stayed on the clitoris for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see what I've done there? Yeah, no, it's very funny. Until I found You don't have to explain it because no, no, it's yeah. funny when you don't no, explain it. No, no, I... I, I I stayed on it until I found it, really. Yeah. Um, which was a while. And higher up than you thought, I'd imagine. It's a lot higher up yeah, than you yeah, think. Yeah. It, no, it, re- it really is. I didn't Do you reckon Adam's all in for this? <laughs> uh, listen, uh, Adam, how old are you? I'm 28. 20... Oh, OK. Right, it's in the belly button. It's in the belly button. <laughs> Mate, listen, you're 28. You've not found it yet, I'm telling you. I resisted all of the temptations to go with clitoris. Yeah. And um, and I Googled it as well. And, and, and you know what? My sex life's going to be better for it. I've not gone with it, but later, possibly... Until she goes through the history of your computer. I've listened. finds arse bollocks and clitoris. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real, real, real worry. I've gone with cuddling. OK. Now, that sounds, you know, not that exciting, but when you actually delve into cuddling... Yeah. Because I say to my wife, for example, like this is... And with the A to Z of men, we're trying to give you an insight, aren't we, into the, the male mind, right? That's, that's what we're trying to do for males and for females across the world. So... I say to my wife, fancy a cuddle? Yeah. Now, I don't mean a cuddle. No. I mean... Clitoris. Do you, yeah, I mean clitoris. <laughs> right, right. So, I've done, yet again, I can't believe it myself. I've got sheets of paper. Look at this. So is this information about cuddling? Yeah, are, you talk, are we talking about actual cuddles, though, and what happens when you cuddle, or are you talking about the cuddle to get actually what you're looking for? Um, do you know what, Chris? Um, Spooning cuddles. B- both. Both of both. those. Because would you believe me if I told you, because I, I, I had to Google it about ten times because I thought Google's got it wrong for the first time ever. Apparently, mm. 66% of men prefer cuddles than women. So, in ter- it, so it, it basically lets their partner know that they are um, really into the relationship, which, in a male mind, cuddles lead to sex. Yeah. Right? In a female mind... They were invented... Somebody invented it, didn't they? Some Before cuddles were invented, two cave people, bloke wanted to have sex with the cave woman, and he said, do you want a sex? No, don't have sex. And then they went, what should we do instead? And then he just sort of held her, and then he, she... And then they went, that's a cuddle. We just invented cuddling. Yeah, but And it's... then they had sex. If my wife wants it, it's normally a little bit of touching going on, and that's it. Game over. But they There's do no, like... She doesn't say, come in and have a cuddle. She doesn't do that. She'll either kiss me or touch me. Well, yeah, but There's I, no cuddling. But I say to Kerry, I say to Kerry, do you um, want to cuddle? She knows what that means. She says, I'll have a cuddle. Yeah. And I go, oh, well, play FIFA. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't. I, 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 I quite like the cuddle. Yeah. But in my head, yeah. as we're cuddling, because I'm a bloke, I've got, a, I've got an erection. And there it is. I've said erection wow. in A, B, C. and C. Excellent. And do you know what? I didn't even have to crowbar it, did I? No. I've just said it. That's what she said. Yeah, exactly. I've got an erection straight away because yeah. I'm thinking, oh, I know, this cuddle is definitely leading to it. That's, that's how I think. But I've got some stats. You're going to hear some paper rustling, but who gives a shit? Do your kids listen to this? I hope. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Can my kids listen to the first two? Hi, Harry. Hi, Sam. I'm so sorry, Uncle Scott's not a pervert. If guys like being the little spoon, right? Yeah. This is weird. Men that prefer to be the little spoon are more likely to be... Just, sorry, little spoon as in your... The front spoon. The front spoon, yeah. Why would you want to be the front spoon as a man when you've got a cock? 
Yeah, no, I, I just wanted to clarify which the middle spoon was. Middle spoon? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. What are you... Are what, they called... Are you and Karen putting keys in? <laughs> what is that? Middle spoon? <laughs> middle spoon? <laughs> middle spoon? Middle spoon? Sorry. I wanted to check the, the little spoon. But why did you say middle spoon? I don't spoon? know, because it rhymes with little. I wanted to check the little spoon... <laughs> Which one it was? So that's the one. Yeah, you're in, in front. Right. Yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. I've the, got it. I've the got behind it. spoon is the one. It's the one you want to be. Penis. At. That's yeah, the man yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Right. So men that prefer to be the little spoon are more likely to be submissive, sensitive, um, pleasing, and in touch with their feminine side. Chris, as a question. Yeah. When you're spooning. Yeah. Forget that I've told you that information. Yeah. What spoon are you? I'm the big spoon at the back. Good. Good. Or, or the middle, if that's an option. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, guys, we know that if we're spooning, that's also going to lead to, um, hopefully, sex, isn't it? Right? Yeah. So um, there are seven different types of hugging. Um, there's the uh, there's the hug where you're where you're basically a friendship hug. Yeah. Where you're to the side. Well, like right? we just did. Yeah, yeah, like a bro hug. Yeah. But there's also that awkward hug that you have with your um, wife's friend. Yeah. You have, like, the hug and the and the sort of kiss on the cheek. This is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit, little bit weird. You've got the protective hug where you've got both arms wrapped around your partner, which shows yeah. you that they that you really, really care. And that, that actually means that you both feel that your relationship, you're safe in your relationship and very happy in your relationship. Okay. You've got the, um, the sort of almost... Round the waist hug, maybe like on a dance type yeah, it's thing. Yeah, it's a careless whisper type hug yeah. when that comes on. Yeah. Um, so th- th- there's loads of different types of, of hug. I was somewhere the other week and and I went for a fist bump because I thought we were still in fist bump world. They went for a handshake. Basically... You shook their fist. Basically, the man shook my fist. It was it was yeah. it felt weird. It it's, didn't feel... It's, it's awful. And we just it? carried on as though it was normal. Like, How are you doing? All right. And then oh, I went... Oh, no, you didn't. Well, no, because he, he he covered my fist. Like, and he carried on. Like, yeah, I fist did bumped. Did he shake your fist with yeah, his hand? Yeah, he's like, hi, oh, hi. But I couldn't open my hand to get into the handshake mode, so I had this clenched fist That's... with his hand surrounding me. It was a bit weird. It's it's awful. But um, with the hug as well, it's it's a, it makes you feel really, really amazing. It, what it does is it opens your um, endorphins and stuff right. like that. So if you're feeling sad, a hug can really help. Like, scientifically... Like, the reason why a hug makes you cry, even, like, happiness tears or sadness tears, yeah. is because you feel safe when, when you're being hugged, whether it's by your friend or whether your partner. So if you're going through a really hard time and you... Let's say a scenario where you're not feeling love back from your partner type yeah. thing. If they give you an embracing hug, even though you've not necessarily Googled that there's seven types of hug, you know you feel safe and warm and, and, and great. So they can act, they actually say, in a bit of research that I've done earlier, that a hug can actually stop you with anxiety attacks. It can, resu- it can reduce fears. It can do loads of things that make you feel so much better about, about your life and, and everything like that. So the reason why I wanted to bring hugs in was because, yes, men hug for a reason sometimes, but if you really know that your partner is going through something, that embracing hug can actually like, almost work miracles, if, if that makes sense. It yeah. can, can change everything. It can help. A yeah. cuddle is powerful. Yes. A hug from a man makes you think that you can.
Where'd you get that from? I just made that up. Did you? Fucking on the spot just then. That's, that's your next hit single. Cuddle from a man makes you know that you can. It's new single of five. Fuck me. In shops now. How have I just come up with that? Brilliant. Off the cuff. Amazing. Adam, you're welcome. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that, that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. So you basically <laughs> saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking, I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. So Scott's word is cuddle, cuddle or cuddling? Cuddling. Cuddling. It's going to be a very emotional show today. Because my word is crying. Wow. And I, this is because I was reading about Prince Harry. He talked about his mum recently in a documentary. And he made a startling admission. He said that he'd only shed tears about his mother's death twice since she died. So once was on the funeral, and he reckons maybe once since. Okay. So he explained people deal with grief in different ways, and my way of dealing with it is just basically shutting it out, locking it out. That's what he said. So the question is, why do men cry less than women? Because it's the it's the alpha male thing that we've obviously previously spoke about on A. If you've not listened to A, then get yourself there and start from the beginning because it's an alpha. Who starts at C? I mean, I don't know. Well, maybe um, people that think about clitoris. Um, <laughs> I, They're going to be upset with cuddling and crying. It's not well, no, what they wanted. Well, no, I don't think they are because I tell you for why. Because it's it's that thing, isn't there? Like as I say, it's like the alpha male. We don't cry. We don't show our emotion. We don't do this. We don't do that. And and actually. I think it's it shows a real man, a real man cries. Because if you can show emotion... Now, I'm probably too emotional. You cry anything. I mean, no, shocking. No, honestly, like, I've been... I mean, I'll be watching EastEnders and, like, Ian will be going, it's all I've got! <laughs> lost, lost nothing! It's all I've got! I'll be crying and I'll look round at my wife, who's quite emotional. She can yeah. be quite emotional. She's, a, you know... A, a lady that, that's in touch with, you know, uh, feelings. But she won't get her. And she's like, she'll look at me and go, are you, are you crying? I go, no, no, of course I'm not. I'm fucking geezer. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I've cried at X Factor. I cried at home. Fucking hell, what? Do you know what? This is really weird for me. What, one of the sad stories? No, no, no. This is really weird for me. I don't cry at the sad stories like the sob stories that gets them, like the record deal, which seems to happen most years um, I cry at them getting appreciation for their voice from the public and from the crowd because okay. I've been there right yeah, so yeah. when you're uh, when your voice is appreciated and you're on stage for example like me on, on stage with five and you're getting something back from the crowd it makes me feel emotional because they're like like this is all I've ever wanted to do apart from podcasts and radio you know and you get something back from them it makes you feel emotional which well, certainly does me so when I watch someone on X Factor finally living their dream and singing in front of a judge like Simon Cowell, who's you know obviously incredible in the industry, and Simon Cowell looks at them and says, do you know what? I really like your voice. You've got something. Me, that then, bam, I'm gone. Wow. Because Simon Cowell said that to me. 
And I know how I know the power of that, and I know what what he done for my career, and you know the rest of Five's career. So I know I can tune in to what they feel right at that moment, and I go. And I, I, mean, I don't just mean like a tiny little tear. You, you stream. I mean like floods, like, and I'm, I'm going to carry. You just don't know what that means to Simon. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean like it, it's. You know, it gets me. I think one of the the alpha male thing's really true, and I think it, it's. It, I think it's socially it, we're we're told not to cry. I remember seeing a kid once fall off his bike, and I remember his dad saying to him, "Don't cry, you're behaving like a girl." So instantly, yeah, this kid this kid was thinking, "Crying is only what girls do; it's not what boys do." So if you're brought up like that, and you can imagine somewhere in the royal family in a Prince Harry type way, that probably would have been the way he was brought up. Maybe a military background, and you know, big boys yeah, don't cry and all that. Cry, yeah, it was really sad to see. Kid, the kid's natural reaction was to cry. And why did his parent do that? You know, why did why did they try and make it a gender thing? It's a human thing to cry yeah but it's so like i think it's getting a little bit better but it's the same with everything isn't it it's like it's not you know a man shouldn't wear pink because it's a girl's color and a, you know and a man shouldn't cry because it's girly that's like that's so silly like it's like that's so in the past and it should stay in the past i mean i've i've been guilty of it my son flanked i took my son brennan who's now 20 i took him when he was about seven I yeah. took him to play football over the local park. And he was a goalkeeper at the time. He was just about to play into a team. So I was hitting balls at him, you know, to get him to save them. I'm a proper, like, dad that, like, you know, get up, don't, you know, you don't hurt type thing. I kicked this ball so hard, and I mean so hard, to try and score a goal past my seven-year-old son. Because you're quite competitive. Quite competitive, yeah. Um, but I was also trying to teach him to be a good goalkeeper, so yeah. you've got to fire shots at them. So I fired this shot. It hit Brennan. So hard on the nose, square of the nose, and literally his nose, <laughs> blood everywhere. Wow. What did Daddy Scott do? Cried. Tell him not to cry. Laugh. I went, second ball! Oh, wow. And I ran in and I hit the ball again. He saved the next shot. Then I picked him up and said, are you all right, mate? Blah, blah, And we was walking home with his nose bleeding. His mum didn't didn't think I should have done the second ball thing. And she was mm, a little bit angry with me. But Brennan understood it because I said to him on the way back, I said, the reason why I've done the second ball thing is because if you're in a match, which you're just about to start doing, play football, and you, no one's going to pick you up. if you The game won't stop. The game won't stop. So he'd he done what he needed to do. He saved the next shot, which is incredible. He saved the first one with his face. Yeah. Second one with his hand. But i done that thing where, like, don't cry, blah, blah, blah. In that con- in that instance, I thought I was right, but I didn't tell him he shouldn't cry. I just said, "There's a time and a place, man up." But you shouldn't do that. Could it be? Could it be a physical reason? According to some research I was reading, a researcher in Holland called Professor Ad Vingerhouts, which is the best name ever. Sorry, say it again, Professor Ad Vingerhouts. Love it. It's it's a great name. And he looked about more about human tears. According to his findings, women cry between thirty and sixty four times a year. Oh, what I thought you were going to say. That's like more than once a week. That's what is that? Is, is that maths? If you don't, if you just sixty-four times maths. a year is more than once a week. Because there's only fifty. Yeah, yeah two. Yeah. And many men only cry between six and seventeen times a year. Seventeen times a year, though, I think is probably that's that's once a month. I don't cry once a month. I do. Do you really cry once a month? Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. I don't. I don't cry once a month. Yeah, but you know what? Right. That. 
it's really good to cry. And I know this is... No, this, I know, but yeah. it's not that I don't want to cry. cry. I have no reason. No, no, don't, cry. But, but I can't just cry. I don't want to cry. I, don't, I can't just cry. I bet you, I bet you there's something, that, and that I, I don't think I'm wrong here, I bet you there's something that you're suppressing that... You... Mate, what are we doing? No, I'm asking you a <laughs> I'm question. I'm not going to cry on the no, podcast. No, 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 no I'm, not, I'm not saying that you should. But what I'm saying is there'll definitely be something in your mind and there'll be people listening yeah. where they're, they're going, oh, do you know what, I don't cry enough. If you, it's, it's really good. It's actually very, very healthy. I mean, yeah. I've looked into this before. You know, it's very healthy to cry. Not at EastEnders, it's fucking weird. But <laughs> it's very healthy to cry about stuff that's like pain and hurt and stuff like that, because it's the only way you're going to get over it. No, losing someone and all that. It's very, very healthy to cry. Because if you build it up and build it up, eventually you're going to cry at weird I, I think you're right in, the, in, in what you're saying, that there is something within you that will make you cry. And I had um, uh, some counselling before, and she started talking about something that I didn't think was... You know when you go, that's not it, that's not important, don't, don't worry about it, and then we started talking about it, and I was in floods of tears. But mm. I don't know where the tears came from. Because I didn't know... From your eye ducts. No, no, I get that bit. But I didn't know that that thing was affecting me. And actually, after that session, I did feel a lot more comfortable. Well, they're so good, aren't they? Because they that they know with their training and stuff. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've been to counselling and, and, and stuff like that. And th- they, they know where it comes from because of you know, the training that they've had. And, and they, they just keep on prodding and prodding and prodding until eventually they open up that door. Because you've shut that door, locked it. Yeah, completely, key, yeah. Put, a, put a, a volcano between you so you can't... No, but I was happy to go in that door. I didn't think that door was an issue until we started opening then, the door and then, it, it and then I started crying. And then I, But I, I remember thinking, why am I crying? And then realising that this was quite serious. This is someone I needed to address. Mm. There's other research that, that says about the, the, the fact it's a physiological reason, but also the, the, the stereotypes, sociological reasons as well. So uh, th- there is significantly lower levels of prolactin, which is a hormone related to emotional tears. Prolactin? Yeah, pr- I think it's called prolactin, yeah, which is it's a hormone that there's less of it in men than there, are, than there is in women. So there is a physiological reason why women cry more than men. But basically, we're physically less able to cry, but when we do, we're judged for it as well. So I think that... That's the problem for men. Yeah, it, it's so, it's so weird, isn't it? Like if a, if a woman cries, it's perfectly acceptable and perfectly normal. But you know, if a man cries, it's. Um, I mean, I've got I've got blokes, bloke, bloke mates who are like, "What do you mean you cried over that?" Like, wouldn't couldn't believe it. But then when they cry, by God, do they cry? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like they they will. I couldn't get my vows out at a wedding. Oh oh, oh I, no, nor could I. I was in bits. Because I knew I realised it was all over. (laughs) (laughs) FIFA's gone forever. (laughs) I was in bits. It was awful. I can't fly the imaginary plane anymore. Um, Um, There is some really funny, there's some really interesting research that's just been done um, to look at whether it's a masculine thing or not. Um, It's been done by the psychology department at Hamilton College in New York where guys were given videos to watch which involved men crying. Some were firefighters and some were male nurses. So the results found the participants rated the emotional firefighters as more emotionally strong than the crying male nurses. Well, of course they did, and I'll tell you for why, because blokes and women see firefighters as big, strong men, so if they're crying, that's because they, you know, they're crying about saving lives and, and uh, geezers going, oh, male doctor, ridiculous. Yeah. Why are they crying? 
must be must be not real geezers. Now that's stupidity, isn't it? That's just it. Or oh, no, it, it would or work it, anywhere, wouldn't ignorance. it? It would work anywhere if you saw a guy crying at the end of um, an Arsenal match, which you've probably seen quite a lot of guys crying at the end why, of Arsenal why matches. Would you, why would you mention that? But it, or or a guy who's um, uh, crying at the end of an amazing ballet performance he's just done. What an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, are you portraying the common man? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what you're doing. Um, yeah, these the findings suggest that men are perceived to to embody cultural ideals of masculinity, but it may not. It, it maybe it, there are certain men that have more room to cry, like firefighters, professional footballers. They they seem to be given more room to cry, whereas if you you know you're a male nurse, you it, it, you it, maybe it's perceived differently for you guys. Oh yeah, what one hundred percent? And and as I say, the, the word ignorance comes up. I think it's because it's that thing where blokes don't cry and uh, women do. So there's our two words. Uh, members of the public offered their own opinions as well. Um, we we invite you to do this through our social medias. Just go to A2Z of Men uh, on the socials. You can get in touch with us there. Um, and we headed out onto the streets of London as well to find out what words members of the public would associate to the A to Z of Men with the letter C. Uh, I'd say camaraderie. I'm a chef in the British Army, so uh, we all pull together. That sounds rude, doesn't it? No, no. You, what you've what you've done there, because you've let your your mind go firmly to the gutter. All oh, right, okay. And um, they're not when they say pulling together. Yeah. it doesn't mean pulling each other off. No, it doesn't obviously mean that, not. Which is ridiculous. At least have a cuddle there. first. Yeah, obviously. And then lead up to that. Yeah, have a bit of a cry, um, a bit of a cuddle. And I then think Reese uh, uh, is a is a big thing. I don't know. I never really hear women footballers talk about what it's like in the changing rooms, whereas you always hear guys when guys when they talk about missing football. They very rarely say, I miss the bit running up and down the wing scoring goals. They all say, I miss the banter in the changing rooms. Well, no, to digress slightly, because the reason why you don't hear much about the women's changing rooms is because all that you're thinking is the showers. Yeah, That's obviously. all you're thinking. But they do. They it's do. Bants. Yeah, it is. It's the, it's the you know, it's, it's camaraderie, isn't it? It's like when, when England play, for example, it doesn't matter whether you're a Spurs fan, Arsenal fan. Watford fan. Thank you. Adam's a Liverpool fan. Liverpool fan. Yeah, it doesn't... Well, you know, OK, Adam, no, wor- no worries. Um, it's uh, it's a, when England play, it's kind of... We all get together and we have that camaraderie and we go, yeah, we are now united as one. Yeah. Next one is here. Challenging, because they are the opposite sex and more challenging than women. Are we more challenging than women? What do you... Sorry, no, no. I see, I, you need to explain this to me. Are, is, this, is this lady saying that... As a, as a male species, we're more challenging than them. Well, Adam spoke to her, I think, on the streets of London. What, what, what did you get the impression she, she was meaning? I think she was talking about her own partner who was standing next to her at the time. <laughs> um, wow! Wow! Okay. He was just going, yeah, I think she's right, yeah. He was holding her handbag. Um, Excellent. Wow. Really. That's brilliant. Because um, I would say, and you and, and, and know what, I, I do not, and I do not want to sound sexist. I'm not sexist. I've got a wife, uh, Kerry, and Chris has got Karen. It's um, but what I would say is don't gra- drag me into no, sexist no, no, comments. No, no, what, no, no. What I would say, hand on heart, wholeheartedly, is yeah. there is no way on this earth that men are more challenging than women. Full stop, capital letters, not a fucking chance. <laughs> We're just going to put a disclaimer in at this point that all views are Scott's views. Yeah, uh, that's it. Fuck off. I've written out my Twitter now. All, I, I don't even bother with the radio station. All views are mine, not the radio station. I just put all views are mine, none of Scott's are my views. Yeah. <laughs> I've put it on my Twitter bio. Right. Um, next one. 
I mean, all the men I know are big kids, really. My dad says he is a 16-year-old trapped in a 65-year-old's body. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's the right way, isn't it? Yeah. You don't want a 65-year-old trapped in a 16-year-old's body. No, I don't think so. It sounds pedophilic. No, 16-year-old trapped in a 65-year-old body. Don't know why. It sounds better. It does sound better. I, I would agree with that. Um, and do you know what? Yes, I think we I think we do come across as childish. I think we that's our defence me- mechanism. I, 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 I never felt any different. I've always felt like me. I don't... And I'm approaching 50, but I still feel... Sorry. You feet back in. No, no. no. I'm going to wet myself. I'll go and have a piss. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're not at school now, Scott. Oh, there he is. I mean, how embarrassing! <laughs> how embarrassing, right? That we're talking, that, that we're, we're trying to defend ourselves, saying that we're maybe not childish, and then I'm that childish that I, <laughs> I had to physically stop doing what I was doing to have a quick piss. <laughs> well, Shocking. Um, so I, I was saying I'm approaching fifty, and um, I'm surprised I remember what I was saying because that doesn't happen when you're approaching fifty. No. I forget why I went upstairs for. But I'm approaching 50 and I feel the same as I did when I was 20. In my brain, I don't feel any different. I was trying to talk to my kids about this the other day. I don't feel any different. Problem is with that, though, is because you, your mind is the same. Yeah. But your body isn't. Bodies, yeah. So so what happens is, and, and I, I play uh, like Wednesday night football, like five a side. Yeah. And I'm like raring to go. Absolutely. In your like, head. Yeah, in my head. And then... I'm playing against like 19, 20 year olds. They're just knocking Doesn't the work. ball, knocking the ball round me. I remember once we were at, um, we did soccer six about five six years ago. Me and Scott were in it, and we were on the same team. I mean, uh, it was about twelve years ago, but whenever it was, yeah, fucking hell. So I was only actually fourteen. <laughs> it makes this even worse. But <laughs> we, we took um, we took the half time uh, the, the centre half kick. Um, that's what they call it. Centre half kick. That's what they. That's what <laughs> you they, know what I mean? That's what, no, that's what they. Call it was kick off. It was kick off in, in the second in half. Kick off in the second half, and they they put me on. I was a striker, so I got the ball passed to me. I ran forward, waiting for everyone else to run forward, which they did. Their defender fell over, so I carried on running, and it was just me and the goalkeeper. And I was like, fucking hell, I've only just come on. My legs weren't having any of it. They were going, yeah, but you think you're going to get up there. You're not actually <laughs> going to go. And I started running, and my, it was like my legs seized up. But then didn't you um, have to come off because your back was in? No, that was West Ham. That was the week before. That was at West Ham. Um, but I, I, I didn't score, but I did manage to get a shot away, but I couldn't get anywhere near the box. And then you watch football, and that happens, and they're like, and they're in the box. God, it's shocking. And your brain sees that and thinks, I could do that. And then you get into that situation, and you can't. But yeah, you're right. That is exactly what happens. So the two words we've come up with today, you've gone for the word... I can't remember. Cry, cuddling. cuddling. <laughs> Fucking sorry, hell. Sorry. It was like 10 minutes ago. Oh, no! Cuddling. Cuddling. I've gone for crying. Um, I think crying should go in because I think... I think crying is important. I think men need to cry. We need to get rid of that stigma that crying is just for girls and we need to make sure that our kids when they're growing up realise that crying is a way to to, to to refresh and restart and sometimes it gives you clarity on something you, you spend some time crying about it the emotions come out it gives you a chance to, to think about what it is you're crying about and, and deal with that situation and, and feel refreshed and move I, on I do sort of agree but you know in a childish way like yeah. we've just uh, alluded to um, cuddling could lead to sex <laughs> So, yeah. like, so, so could crying, though. 
I reckon there's women listening to this going, oh, crying man. No, 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 because then sometimes, like... Firefighter. No, no, but a a firefighter coming out crying, holding a little pussycat because he's rescued it. Hello. I'm so glad you said pussycat. (laughs) Um, I agree with you, Chris. I think crying should go in because I do do think, I do think genuinely that it is not... You're not less of a man if you you cry. No. Actually, I would honestly say... More. More of a man. Yeah, I'll go along with that. What do you reckon, producer Adam? I definitely think that crying should go in. It definitely has opened my mind listening to you two talk about it a bit more. I reckon by the time he does three more podcasts with us, he'll be crying on a regular basis. I think he will. You, you wait You wait until we get to some letters where we can really juice it up. <laughs> you wait, mate. You wait. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Uh, producer Adam, if you'd like to lock crying into the A to Z of men. Word submitted. So the word crying goes into the A to Z of men for the letter C. Uh, so thank you so much for um, getting involved on the podcast this week and downloading it. If you could subscribe, that's kind of what we're really looking for. Subscribers, um, then, then it's there whenever whenever we do a new one. It just turns up in your box magically. Yeah, we would uh, we'd really appreciate a review, um, subscribe, and uh, yeah, get in contact with us uh, via the Gmail address, which is what, Chris? The A to Z of men at gmail.com. And also A2, the two is always the number two, A2Z of men uh, on socials as well and the A2Z of men at gmail.com on the email. And you can give us suggestions of what you think D could stand for. And uh, yeah, so that has been the A2Z of men uh, with uh, Chris and Scott and we will see you next week for Dick. <laughs> <laughs>